When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do you guys think about this whole Ellen thing? Well, and her not being nice and the rumors that it's a toxic work environment. Well, it's not good. It, it, it's it's <laughs> it's take. not good to hear that many people to to have multiple people coming and somewhat sort of unattached from one another and if they're offering the same sort of a report, that's not great. Ellen will clearly have to address this mm-hmm. at some point. I think the question will be, to your point, Donna, if it's her or if it's her people. But even if it's her people that are in this toxic environment, um, I think that's a, a, you're responsible if your name is on everything. And if you are an executive producer, you, to some extent, are responsible for what that culture is like. Right. You can't totally right. claim ignorance when you're the executive producer, you're in a leadership the owner, position, yes, for sure. Got it. Okay, so now I just read this little tiny article about um, a senior executive of Australia's Today Show. His name is Neil Breen, and he was asked about his personal experience with Ellen in 2013. This was during a radio interview in Australia. Okay, okay. so it's, this is becoming a global story uh so during an interview he explained that he what he was told by ellen staff during a sit-down where she was prepping to interview entertainment reporter richard wilkins in melbourne okay Okay. so neil is the producer richard wilkins is the reporter that ellen was going to sit down and talk with so he says the ellen producer called us aside and said hey neil no one is to talk to ellen You don't talk to her. You don't approach her. You don't look at her. She'll Mm -hmm. come in. She'll sit down. She'll talk to Richard. And then Ellen will leave. And he said he wasn't sure if the rules came from Ellen herself because he never even got to talk to her. Okay. He said, I have no idea whether she's a nice person or not. I wouldn't have a clue. But I can tell you the people who work with her walked on eggshells the whole time. He went on to say that, you know, we're there to do an interview to promote what she's doing, but you can't look at her. Someone get real. So I just wonder if maybe she puts out some kind of some kind of vibe where she's scary and people are maybe intimidated by her and they don't want to make her mad. Sure. Well, and you juxtapose that if that's true. And, and if that came from Ellen, so we're, we don't know if that came from Ellen. Make sure I don't want to talk to anybody, whatever. Right. Um, but that kind of a story, if you juxtapose it right now with all of the tributes to Regis Philbin 
Yeah. And it's interesting. I was talking with uh, a longtime producer from Live, Lori Schulweiser. If you watch the show, you might refer to her as Schulley. And she said the most memorable thing, the most important lesson that Regis taught her, and it's not like he sat her down and said, hey, here's what you need to know, kid. But just from being around him for a couple decades was to be kind and to be kind to everyone. And she said that he, wherever he went, he was always happy to stop and talk with people and take pictures. And uh, he would always, you know, he would be in the audience during the commercial breaks and all that. But even like just out and about anywhere he went, he was just kind to everyone. In the meantime, though, she said he would, uh, she was saying like, you couldn't really tell like, was he irritated by all the hubbub? You know how Regis always did that, like found what to be frustrated about yeah. and then make us laugh about yeah. his petty frustrations. Um, so it's that doesn't mean that he just loved people always coming up to him and all that, but he just had this kind way of dealing with it and making that person who bumped into them feel Special. really great. So, and again, I want to be fair to Ellen here. We haven't heard from Ellen um, on the topic at length, and so she'll have an opportunity to talk about this, but... You know, as you as you hear both of these stories out in the entertainment ether in the same week, it makes you want to be a Regis, yeah. right? Yes. You know, makes you want to. Yes. It sounds like you want to work with a Regis, right? But you know what? I there's a a lot to say for people that are introverts and people that are extroverts, and she could just be a really big introvert where she does not get energy from people. She maybe has social anxiety. We don't know what's going on. She could be just like somebody who gets nervous before she does an interview, wants to be really prepared, and the distraction of other people I, is I hard buy that. for her. I yeah. totally buy that. That's that's certainly a possibility, so for maybe sure. Maybe her staff took it a little bit too far, yeah. and they were like, don't upset her, don't look at her, and then it makes everybody on edge. But... But I'm just, yeah, I, I just want to put that out there. That's a, because, no, yeah. that's that's a fair point. That's I think absolutely the, fair. And maybe she had jet lag because she was in Australia. I mean, yeah. Oh. But, you know, she's... the difficulty, though, with that, and, and, and that really is, that's a fair point. Um, but we're all putting sort of the puzzle of these stories together. Yeah. And if it was just that one time exactly. in Australia. It wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. The trouble is, you know, I, what, you know, like, what is really that workplace environment like? And if that workplace environment for those who are members of the staff and who work there day in and day out. Out, um, on the Ellen show if that feels like a if that feels like a um, a toxic environment you know where she feel where I've heard like a lot of bullying behavior and really mean stuff well and if that's on. true why why I think that would be such a bummer you know is the the disconnect the discord that you feel from what you watch on the air yeah to what's going on behind the scenes it's kind of like the same sort of um uh dissonance that we feel when we see someone's post on facebook that is so cheery and then you talk to them about that same that same day and they're like oh god like could this day get any worse and you're like wait but you posted yeah. that really you know what? great picture i can totally relate to what you were saying dawn because some people are really intense when they work, mm-hmm. you know, and really focused and really can't have any distractions. Mm-hmm. And I was that kind of person. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of a little bit into my career, but I think I told you guys this before. I would put notes on the door. Do not enter under any circumstance because if somebody walked in, I get like, huh? Oh my God, I have 30 seconds before I have to edit this phone call and get it back on the air. And you and know, we're just wanting to chat. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this isn't chat time. This is my on air time. 
And I bet if I had an intern or a producer working for me, right, they would probably try to keep people away from me, just knowing my stresses, my stressors, my mm-hmm. my anxieties. Like, oh my God, I feel like being like I wouldn't allow anybody in the studio. I didn't like being looked at when I worked. So it could have something to do with that. Now that you say that, I get it. Not everybody's wired the same way. And they're mm-hmm. just trying to protect like Ellen. My, my boyfriend, MC, for instance, he is a real extrovert and is a people person and loves to joke around and kind of like Regis. I'm more like the opposite. Right. Yeah. No, the worst thing a boss ever said to me in a review was, you come across as unapproachable. And mm. I was like, oh, what? How did you absorb that? Me? That's... And then I realized because it's an energy that I'm putting out because I'm stressed. Yeah. You know, I'm stressed like, hi, hi. Yep. What do you need? What can I do mm-hmm. for you? Yeah. Because I want to get back to my task so I can succeed at it. I don't think that's the same thing that Ellen's going through, okay. to be fair, though. I mean, Ellen's Ellen. She's She's been doing this for so long. She's like, my point is... I think it's like it could be a thing of she just doesn't want to deal with people anymore because mm, she has yeah. so many people and I get it hmm. always who would always want to like reach for her and talk to her and can we get a selfie and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's tricky. There's like this balance between, um, you know, none of us know what it's like to deal with that level of right. fame. But like when Speak you go to do an yourself. interview. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're going into a work situation, I I, I just think you cannot put out the yeah. vibe mm-hmm. of uh, don't whether it's the people whether the order came from Ellen or her people. Yeah. You just can't if you want to do the thing where you get paid millions and millions to be this public person when you're doing an interview. I'm not saying when you're at a grocery store or when you're you know just at your house. No, mm-hmm. but like when you're she's working when she's out and about doing a press trip and she's about to interview somebody. If there's any vibe going out there that is don't look at her, don't talk to her, it's mm-hmm. just, no. It's negative. It you just can comes do, across as you negative. You can dig a little deeper and pretend that the small talk with people before the interview is a part of your job. I go back to people like, you know, like The Rock, George Clooney, um, Tom Hanks. Those guys always come to mind for just understanding that not just when you're on with Letterman, yeah. you know, like not like just when you're a guest on the Tonight Show and you come out and you do your six minutes, but when you enter the building, walking in, that is all a part of your job. Is you you're talking with people, you're hello, how are you, and all that kind of stuff. And at a minimum, you could just be kind. But again, this is a lot of conjecture. Uh, excuse me, I'll say that word correctly this time. This is a lot of conjecture. Better. Um, because we don't really know. Is this mm-hmm. Ellen saying, I don't want anybody to look at me or not? Steve Harvey. Didn't Steve Harvey do something yeah. like this? It was a couple years ago. Yeah, he got irritated. And he like told his staff, I don't want anybody to talk to me. And just like, unless you are these set of these three people, that's who I need the information to come from before the show. Because otherwise, he's liable to not even make it down the hallway. There was an email that he sent out to staff okay. that got leaked. Yeah, yeah. And- yeah. But again, I can kind of identify with that because mm-hmm. he need he's got so many things he's juggling so many things and I, not everybody has producers doing everything for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are hands on mm-hmm. and want to do their own preparation. You know, instead of right. relying on someone else. And if he's like an intense guy like that, 
I kind of understand it a little bit, but I understand what you're saying too, Steve, because I think you have to find a balance. Yeah, there's a way to deliver that message it. too. You can still smile and when you're standing there ready or, or just say like, listen, I'm really jet lagged and I need to focus. Thank you for having me and go, I'm going to put on these headphones now or something. Yeah. And be yeah, like, right. thanks for having me and smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she needs to just, Chill. I don't know. I hate to tell other people how to live their lives and do their jobs or what and again, I would do because well, we're not in that position. You were right. talking yeah. about Gary Goleman, I think it was, Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Who kind of was intense like that. Yeah. Comedian Gary Goleman met him backstage. I went backstage to interview Dane Cook and Robert Kelly once. And Dane Cook and Robert Kelly interacted with me for about 20 minutes. We had a great time with my co-host at the time. And But Gary Goleman was also on that comedy tour and he was like I can't I'm sorry I can't talk and he was just like in the corner that like, would be reciting me. his entire <laughs> bi- his entire comedy routine he had it all written out and he obsessively goes over it yeah that's just the way he works right and he's and he's successful and good at yeah. what he, and then does. he got on stage and was just lit up the stage yeah you know yeah right I don't know guys. again I think this story we come at it at a different angle mm-hmm. if it was the first little dust up that we've heard right. regarding sure. Ellen and the aura that surrounds her. Yeah. You're right. But but none of it's factual at this point, you know? Like yeah. we it's one side of a story which is why Ellen at some point will have to, you know, talk about this stuff. Absolutely. Could not agree more.